Welcome to Shooting for the Stars, a podcast series brought to you by Southern Cross Business Advisors, helping our clients identify and achieve their life goals. And we are bringing this to you from the engine room of where the Shooting for the Stars podcast is recorded right here at 234 Deakin Avenue, Mildura, the home of Southern Cross Business Advisors. Louis Bulzami here with you and joining me today, the two men who created Southern Cross Property Advisors not all that long ago, probably what, eight years ago, thereabouts. And it's really grown into one of the cornerstones of the SCBA family. Clem DeRosa, first of all, welcome. How are you, Louis? Very, very well. And the great man, more than just my cousin, Noel Costa, welcome. Thanks, Louis. <laughs> okay, boys. Well, SCPA, not to get confused with SCBA, which is still our core business here. How did it all come about? What, uh, what made you want to dabble over into the, the property field? Now, I remember when I first worked here going back uh, around about 2012, I remember you were uh, getting yourself uh, around a fair bit of uh, education around property, going to Adelaide quite a fair bit for a few seminars. So what, uh, what bug bit you to well, want to get into that? We're always looking at ways to increase our wealth and our asset base and, and it come from a, from a personal interest where I began to, to do a bit more reading in terms of identifying ways to create wealth and uh, being a student of economics, followed shares closely for a lot of years and, and financial markets and whatnot. But uh, being an accountant, I could see that there was one common tr- sort of trait between all clients that were wealthy. They either owned or held property for a significant period of time and being a, an advisor to these clients, it just became a natural interest of mine to know more about it. And the more I got into it, the more that we're able to identify, well, hang on, there's a fair bit to this and there's a number of traps. And, and, and when I began to read that over 90% of property investors don't get past their second property, that was a stat that really, that really come to me. And the other one that, that, that really, really dug deep was that three out of five property investors sell within the first five years. And you look at that and say, well, why? What they saw within the first five years, and you start doing a bit more research into that, and, and when you sell within five years, generally you're not selling at a profit, and so it's identifying well, did they get the right advice? Were they critically profiled from a financial perspective? Was their risk profile analysed? How much education did they have before they commenced buying property? So you start looking at um, even the strategy that they had in place, and often you know there was very little strategy, very little education. They just thought it was a great idea to go and buy a property. They went and bought a property. The property may well have been a very, very good property, but it wasn't the right property for them. And hence, you become a statistic. So I could see there was a lot of work and a gap in the market in terms of identifying a strategy and, and profiling the client. And who, other than the accountant, is in the really, we're in the box seat, in the best position to be able to profile the client and determine what the next best um, course of action is in terms of property investing. and. And so that's how the, the it, it sort of started from there, Louis. And then from there, from, we began to motivate clients through a number of meetings to say, look, you know, there is an avenue here to create wealth through property. And following these meetings, I'd often receive you know, clients who were contacting agents. I'd be getting links to realestate.com all hours of the night. No, what do you think of this property? No, what do you think of that property? But anyone who's began to investigate and research property can be quickly overwhelmed. And, and even myself, leading division, owning a number of properties and acquiring a number of properties over the years, it is easy to get overwhelmed and trying to filter the information, which is important to make an informed decision and the right decision. 
So a number of clients just got to a point where it got too hard, couldn't transact. So we quickly realised that, well, we need to help them. We need support to help them. We need to create some resources, strategy, and part of those resources was recruiting Clem on board as part of the team, um, which proved invaluable with Clem's experience and background and could help us take the division or commence the division and then take it to the point where we could actually assist clients to make informed decisions and act. Because um, when we're confused and overwhelmed with information, generally as humans, we don't, we don't act. So if you're not acting, you're not investing, you're watching and you're watching the play happen. You're just watching, watching the market move. You're watching other people create wealth because we don't have that right information and the, and the confidence to make decisions. So developing the division, adding Clam and, and the team and the resources that we have. You know, we have seen Lowry on board as well to assist from a financing perspective, which is quite, quite valuable. And we have Trudy that also adds a lot of support from the administrative perspective as well. So um, all in all, the, the, the division is, is developing on that basis. Uh, very well said, Noel, and it certainly has been and still is a very exciting division within the Southern Cross Business Advisors organisation. And one thing that really struck me with what you just said, Noel, and you hit the nail on the head perfectly, is when investors dip into the market, they don't necessarily always know, some do, but not everyone seems to know what they're actually buying. They think, oh yeah, property is there, got the money, let's do it, but is it really right? And, and you're right, and, and down the track, it can really catch them out and they can uh, end up losing a lot more than what they invested in. So, yeah, very, very well said. Now, Clem, you've been part of the furniture here since 2013, not too long after I pulled up stumps from my first run. That's why I'm glad to be back to be able to work alongside your good self. But I'm sure when Noel was looking to expand the division, he would have had agents left, right and centre clamouring at the bed, banging down a door, slipping the resume in to be able to get that interview and try and get the gig. How did you beat them all? Oh, look, I'm not sure, Lou. It's a good question. Um, we all got brought into the office you know, some eight or so years ago and um, had a conversation with, with Noel and it sort of led us down the path. Noel explained just basically what he mentioned to our listeners there, Lou, um, to me and it, it really penetrated um, within me. So um, it was something that appealed and, and I really wanted to see if I could you know, assist in that role. So you know, my background was, say, about 15 years um, in the traditional property market in Mildura. So we're you know, buying, selling, auctions, etc. And, you know, thoroughly enjoyed that time and you learn a lot and, you know, make a lot of contacts in, 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 that, in that space of time as well. But then, you know, once, once I was on board, I really, I really needed to, you know, educate myself around that property investing area of, of, of the division. And, you know, I had to educate myself and I... We, we went around the country, Noel and I, we, we travelled to places, um, you know, we went to Melbournes, Adelaide's, Brisbane's, Townsville's, Albury, et cetera, et cetera, and went to see these real estate markets to see what, you know, what were they really like on the ground and, you know, what were the key drivers behind these markets, you know, taking off and creating some real value for, you know, for potential purchases um, down the track, Lou. Um, so that was, uh, you know, a lot of years were spent in that training phase. Um, but since then, we've accelerated the model through our clients and we've seen some, you know, a numerous amount of results on the back of those, Noel, in, in different areas around the country. So, you know, that's worked. We've picked up relationships with builders, developers, property managers and the like um, throughout the country as well, which, which we have as part of our team. And then that really gives us and our clients that extra layer of comfort to, to do something you know, either locally or out, outside our, our own 
general market. Amazing. Uh, rattling off the number of places that you both have been. You've been around more than the late, great Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man. You certainly have. And you've definitely garnered some great experience and fantastic, invaluable contacts along the way, which I think really uh, helps set SCPA apart from, uh, from many others who dabble in this space. So you mentioned, Noel, about a process, which we're going to tap on in a bit more detail now. Uh, you've dubbed this the Prezi process. So let's uh, break down what Prezi means. And the first step is to critically profile the client's current circumstances and that not only their financial position, their finance capacity, equity that they have, and also their risk profile. And, and when we're interviewing clients, we can quickly determine from their, their history of, of how they've behaved financially, I can quickly determine their risk and then they go away and, and do their little surveys. And, and some clients just, just really struggle with having any debt. So... We need to provide them a bit more education around that. And if it's not for them, it's not for them. And, and, and that's fine. You know, we've seen a lot of clients use the bank's money to help leverage and improve their own wealth position because they have a very clear understanding as to how they'll manage the debt and how they'll service the debt. But it's like anything debt. Um, I often compare debt as to somebody who doesn't know how to use a chainsaw. Like if, if, if you don't know how to use a chainsaw and you grab it, it can be very dangerous. You know, you give a chainsaw to a child, it's very dangerous. But... <laughs> If, if someone's uh, had some uh, like lessons on how to use it, it's less dangerous. And that's the same as debt. So it's, it's understanding, being educated, wrapped around debt. And often it takes more than one meeting, and Clem would attest to this, uh, you know, we, we'll sit with clients three, four, five sessions and, and, and just work through the education process. Some of it's structured, some of it's informal. They'll come back with a few emails and a few phone calls. And because it is so critical that clients understand that part of it. So the profiling is very important. The second acronym R is, is risk, which I've spoken about. Um, then education. So from there, once we have those three items we think we've covered off on, we can begin to develop a strategy and really look at the, the finance and the structuring of the finance as well. How much can they be pre-approved for? What can they afford? Um, that, that entry level is so critical. If we get that wrong at the start, it may prevent the client from buying a second or third property for a long period of time and lock them out of the market. So we have to ensure that that, that first purchase doesn't, does not lock them out of the market too much because if it does, well, then it provides that inability to diversify your, your portfolio. So that's really important. So education is the third point there. Strategy is the fourth point. And finally, the I in Prezi is invest. So uh, that's the goal is, is to work through the process and be in a position to invest. We use the term being investor ready and, and often that can take a period of time. It, it could take weeks, months, or years, depending on your personal profile. Like we've, we've worked hard with clients to get them investor-ready so they can develop a savings plan and identify where there's some financial leakages in their bank statements and credit cards to say, well, hang on, let's look at this. Um, the monthly direct debits are a bit of a trap because we don't tend to notice that being uh, eaten away in our, our bank balances and credit cards. But, but is it critical expenditure or not? And, and do we need to sacrifice and compromise? I mean... That's an important point. If we need to, to, to compromise our lifestyle too far, generally clients aren't prepared to invest, and rightly so. But if we can structure their affairs in a way and get them to tap into some low interest rate loans and, and restructure their debt so that their, their monthly cash flow doesn't change too much and suddenly get them into entering a, acquiring an investment property, it's quite valuable when we can get, move clients into that, into that space. Yeah, see what's important there, Noel, is that the clients that come have meetings with us, they're all completely different. Not one has been the same. 
you know, they've got different needs, different wants, different profiles, different incomes. And if, if you had to put everyone in the same boat, well, it just wouldn't work. So this is important work that we do um, to fit the bill for, for that certain client. Yeah, so just to summarise, with P for profile, R for risk, E for education, S for strategy, and I for invest, and that's how we get our, our Prezi program. Yeah, I reckon we replace those alphabetical alphabet letters with those. They probably roll off the tongue a lot more, a lot better than, uh, say, R for Romeo, for sure. But uh, there you go. Put a little TM on those as well. Add a couple of extra ones. Trademark that. It's uh, very, very valuable there. So on the back of that, I reckon that uh, a lot of that would probably answer a fair bit of what I'm going to ask next. But I'm sure there's a lot more to add on to the answer. Why Southern Cross Property Advisors? Why should clients, or anyone for that matter, come and see uh, yourself, Clem, and yourself yeah, great great question great question Lou um, really on the back of let's say since 2013 there may have been you know, 150 to 200 transactions from an investment point of view so we've got the experience now to to handle all sorts of markets you know not only our local market here in Mildura but as I mentioned earlier other markets uh, around the country because we're quite confident in these areas and we do have the, the support and backup in these locations as well and you know we're also not only working on an investment basis, but we help people um, purchase their own properties as a as a buyer's advocate for you know maybe if they've got uh, you know children going to to university and they, they want something for themselves, we could also help there. There's a, a number of off market opportunities that, that don't hit realestate.com, and it's just that they come with the developers and builders that we deal with that that may pass it across our desk. You know, there's also the opportunity to buy as a group for a number of different clients and we're getting that wholesale price which is a, a genuine wholesale price where you can have that uplift straight away and obviously have the the projects as well which is a customized project to be to a certain person or to a certain family that may want to buy a, a vacant block of land and and try and build three or four townhouses and that might be a, a little bit more significant project but we can we can help in that environment as well. And the other underlying fact is that you know, when these properties do go to uh, property managers, we have property managers in these areas that we've dealt with for a number of years as well, Lou. So I mean, definitely that's, that's pretty much why um, SC Property. And Clem's also a licensed real estate agent, so you don't want to sell himself short there yeah. and moving into project management of, of subdivisions. And that's, been, um, that's received a lot of inquiry as well. Yeah, so we're really trying to have the division quite robust and and, and tackle anything uh, property. Uh, growing from strength to strength, fantastic to hear. The main thing that really jumps out at me there, that uh, that W word, wholesale, yeah. and getting those in. That, that I feel that a lot of uh, investors, and, and I for one, will be in that space uh, very, very shortly, so I have to be off air about this. Instant equity they want to look for. As soon as they settle, straight away, there's value that goes up. Yeah. And, and hearing the word wholesale, you think, all right, there's something that could really be in play there. Yeah, certainly, Louis, and you know we, we do focus on those growth corridors around the country in those areas that Clem had mentioned for, for, for a number of reasons have have attracted us um, and some clients to invest. We always look at okay, what happens before capital growth, and there's some common common trends that happen before capital growth in a particular area, and and the activity and volume of transactions um, where that increases in a certain area, it's like saying, oh, hang on, this this is normally a precursor to to capital growth, so. So that is, that's one of the leading indicators. A low vacancy rate as well is another leading indicator. Then you overlay that with the infrastructure and, and spending in certain regions or suburbs. You begin, and population growth, what's the trend there? So you begin to gain a little bit of an, an idea as to 
what comes before capital growth because everyone wants capital growth, but I feel as though it's a bit of a guessing game, but there's actually some leading indicators that we work really hard with and analyse to give our clients the best chance of capital growth. There you go. So if you you need to uh, look any further than that, you shouldn't because that is as detailed an answer as you can ever get as to why you should come and see the team or talk to the team at SCPA. Clem, anything to add there? Yeah, no, um, as Noel mentioned, they're just touching base on those um, key drivers that they are what we really research on. And Noel, there was another one there with... Schools is another big one, Noel. So, oh, yeah. you know, where the schools, where the trains, where the trams, where they're building tunnels, et cetera, population amenities, growth. Yep. Yep, amenities. Um, all, all these factors are, are key drivers into why you give you the best chance to, to gain some capital gain over a, you know, a period of time. Location, location, location. That's the name of the game. Well, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to both of you and getting that uh, in-depth insight into what brought Southern Cross Property Advisors about and why clients should come along and talk to you guys. Thank you very much. Thanks, Louie. Thanks, Louie. No worries. So if you want to uh, find out more about uh, Southern Cross Property Advisors, come and uh, drop Clem an email, clem at scpa.com.au. Check the website out, www.scpa.com.au. Give us a call on 03501864444 or if you're in the Mildura area drive down Deacon Avenue and stop by number 234 just past 13th Street opposite Red Rooster come and uh, say good day to us here as well and see what we can do to uh, make your dreams come true in the property domain that's been shooting for the stars I'm Louis Bulzomi we will talk to you next time <laughs>